Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is the Still City Scoop, and today is January 29th, 2019. And I will have a guest with me today from Tops. Uh, you are probably very familiar with her. Her name is Susan LeJudai, uh, better known as Suze or Yanks Chick on Twitter. Uh, so she should be joining me just in a few minutes. Uh, I want to go ahead and get one thing out of the way here. We did to start last week, we started a podcast exclusive coupon code. Um, the code is actually SCOOP5, and it's S-C-O-O-P and the number five, and that will get you $5 off any order of $50 or more on the Still City Collectibles website. Uh, like I said, that coupon code is exclusive for listeners. Uh, we don't broad, broadcast or promote that anywhere else, so that is exclusive to the podcast. Uh, so take advantage of that. And while we're talking about it, uh, give you a list of some of the top sellers for Still City Collectibles in the last week or so. Um, here's five of them, no particular order. Um, leading off 2018 Panini Limited Football, the Hobby Boxes, which is a pre-sale uh, that actually releases tomorrow. Uh, it's a busy week for new products, but that is one of them that releases tomorrow along with uh, 2019 Top Series 1. Another one of the top sellers is 2018 Gold Rush Autograph Mini Helmet Football Series 4 box. You get one side mini helmet in each box. Um, another one, it's kind of an, kind of a different one that you don't hear about too often. Uh, it's actually the 2017 and the 2018 Panini Elite Draft Picks Collegiate Football Fat Pack Boxes. Uh, the Fat Packs are those packs that you see typically in Target or Walmart. But what a lot of people overlook with these are the autographs that are in there. Uh, Just to give you an example, the 2017 boxes have four autographs per box. And the 2018 boxes have six autographs per box. And, of course, 18 has Saquon Barkley, Baker Mayfield, um, of course, all the top rookies from this year. And 17 has Patrick Mahomes. Um, Kareem Hunt is is another one. So everything is in a collegiate uniform. But those are very popular, especially for the price point, right around $50 a box. But four and six autographs per box, very popular. And then the last one on the list, it's nice to see because it's an inexpensive blaster box. Uh, 2017 Panini Torque Racing, under $10 for the blaster box, one hit per box. It's either an autograph or relic. Um, It's nice to see that inexpensive, the cheaper end, still as a top seller. Uh, it's always kind of cool, especially with racing. Some of the racing hits, I think a lot of people would agree, are some of the most interesting out there in the hobby, uh, especially with all the designs and the logos that come with it. So without further ado, I believe Suze is in the queue, so let me bring her on to the show. Good morning, Suze. How are you doing today? Hey there. How's it going? Not too bad. Um, I appreciate you joining me. You know, tomorrow is a big day for Tops. 
uh, with the release of the 2019 Series 1 set. So before we start talking about that, though, I wanted to definitely let you kind of give a little introduction of yourself, and then we'll just get right into talking about everything going on. Sure. I mean, um, I my name is Suze. Everybody calls me Suze. Um, currently, the marketing communications manager at Tops. However, you know, my collecting days started a long, long time ago, long before the Tops. Um, you know, I'm a big card collector. I have a huge Dairy Cheater collection, which people who follow me on my social channels know. Um, and I mean, that's kind of it. And I'm a little busy bee. So I know when we talked um, and getting this all set up, you said, you know, this week is an extremely busy week for Tops. So what exactly is your position? What do you do at Tops? You know, what's a typical day for you? Is there a typical day? Uh, So kind of give everybody a little bit of information on that. Yeah, so, I mean, every day is really different. That's what's fun about working here um, because there's always, like, you know, there's new products come out, coming out. There's always, like, sports news happening. Um, so right now, like, this week, obviously, with uh, 2019 Tops coming out tomorrow, it's been super focused on that. However, we just had Royal Rumble, and we put out Tops Not Cards for that. And then we had, you know, soccer, and we put out Tops Not Cards for that. Um, you know, Star Wars, Star Wars Authentics, we have, you know, announcement coming later today of, like, what you know new signers that will be a star wars celebration so there's so much going on here that like every day is a little bit different but you know some of the similarities are you know what are we posting on our social channels like what's going up on the blog you know what are people saying or you know like responding to people on social media um and then just get it, like I said, and just getting ready for tomorrow and for our big launch and just making sure that, like, you know, the different media outlets that we're working with have everything that they need. So when you have a release like this, I mean, 2019 Tops, uh, I think a lot of people would agree that's kind of the unofficial start to the season for a lot of baseball collectors it's and official. followers. I'm going to go with uh, the official part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we're – you know, companies like Steel City Collectibles, we're getting sales information months ahead of time. But, you know, how long of a journey is it from, you know, day one of talking about the next year's release? Like, how long of a journey is that? Is that you know, three so, months, six months? Oh, my gosh, it's much more than that. So it's, <laughs> I mean, from where we start internally, it's about, you're talking about a year out. Um, that, you know, internally we're talking about what's going to be in next year's products. So 2019 Tops, you know, is going to come out tomorrow, and in the next couple of weeks I'm going to have a look at actually what's going to be in 2020 Tops Series 1 just because that's the way we work internally. I mean, me personally, I tend to focus on, like, what's coming out. So, like, my focus is on the current products, but, like, you know, the brand team, they're they're already working on, like, products a year away, and they have to because – you know, for all that it takes to get, you know, a product put together from, you know, what's going to be in it, what are the designs going to look like, who's going to be in it, what autographs are going to be in the product, what images, pulling the images, cropping the images, you know, getting the cards to, you know, the printer on time and all these things. There's so many things that happen behind the scenes just to make sure a product gets out um, that, you know, we're talking weeks and weeks, months and months before product streets. Now, I know you said with the uh, the brand team that it's, you know, months and months and, uh, you know, a year out, but 
a lot of people talk about the checklist and I can see where if you're planning a year out, you're obviously, you're going to have your base guys, your trouts and your harpers that you know you want to put in one or two or update. But I would think that the rookies would make that super difficult to finalize that checklist because you never know when these guys are going to come up with an injury or, or to replace somebody with an injury or if they're going to come up in the playoffs. Um, and looking at this year's checklist, you know, there's guys like Justice Sheffield who is no longer on the team that he's pictured with, you know, so I can see where things get difficult um, for you and collectors, you know, might get a little upset with things, but, you know, I think telling them that, that, Hey, we start this a year out might give them a little better understanding of how difficult it is to actually plan a product of this size and this importance every season. Yeah. I mean, it's even a little bit more than that. It's, you know, it's, you know, who do we have deals with with players? You know, it's like right, of people always ask, like, how come so and so is not on the product? Well, like, right. why? It's because we don't have a deal with them, and it takes, you know, it takes two people to work a deal. Sometimes, you know, maybe they are looking for something different than you know we're offering. So it, you know, it, it's so much more than just like rookies and. There's so, like I said, there's so much that happens behind the scenes. You're looking at, all right, you know, how many. You know, this is what you know we're selling. This is what's getting to the product is how many essentially hits do we need to fill out a product? You know, because you know there are guarantees. So then, how many autographs do we need per player? How many rally cards do we need per player? And then you know you're looking at, well, okay, who do we have deals with? Let's work. Let's work with uh, with to see who's going to be on the product. But then you might make like, yeah, there's hopefuls like, hey, maybe Vladimir Guerrero Jr. gets called up, you know, at some point. Obviously not for Series One. But right. you know, do we potentially make cards in hopes that he will appear? You know, those those kinds of things are like discussions that are happening behind the scenes, and it's and so like the checklist doesn't get finalized because it's like, well, maybe somebody didn't return their cards, or you know, or we don't even know if the cards will be returned for signing, or when we could schedule a signing with you know X player, so we're not going to include them in in the final checklist because we're unsure if those cards are going are would would be completed in time to get into a product and those kinds of things happen too. Um so yeah, it, it really is like people are like why can't we get the checklist earlier, you know, than a week out. And really a week out is like is um a big change because I actually remember when I was working at Beckett and it was a question that was specifically asked at one of the industry summits, you know, why can't we have the checklist earlier than release date? Like at the time it was like we were getting checklists on release date and okay. it was because everything was happening like there were so many moving parts like you know autographs were coming in all the time and being included in product so we could so that was the latest could happen and you know when i got here one of my things was like while i understand you know of the it fluctuates what's the earliest we can get it out to collectors and we got to a week before release and like i know people want it sooner than that but it really is truly like for most products, the earliest we can get a checklist out, a final checklist out, because otherwise you're going to get like a piecemeal checklist, like maybe this guy's in it. And then like, if I right. tell you like, Running Hey, maybe and... he's going to be in it, but then it turns out like he's not like, you know, collectors would be upset with that and they should be. This is and so that's why we have to wait, you know, until we get a final checklist so that, you know, people know what they're getting. So of course with this set, you know, the big thing is, 2019 is the 150th anniversary of professional baseball. 
But then also for tops, it's the 35th anniversary of the 1984 set and that design. So that 84 design is featured throughout, you know, with autographs and relics and, you know, retired players and legends and all that. Is there anything that stands out to you uh, personally as a collector or, you know, even as a tops employee that you're like, man, I love seeing this in that set or in this insert or parallel or whatever? You know, for a lot of us, you know, growing up, you know, I'm in this sort of, uh, you know, I'm in my 30s-ish. <laughs> um, for a lot of us growing up, these designs, when we get to see them, like 84 this year and 83 last year, these were the sets we were collecting when we were growing up. So it's always fun when you're opening a pack of cards and you get to see those designs because, you know, it takes you back to being a kid. And it's a reminder of, like, you know, we started collecting for the fun of getting our favorite players in a pack of cards. Absolutely. So the Yankees yeah. fan, yeah, you see a Yankees fan, you see the 84 design and automatically for me, like, I'm like, Oh, that's Don Mattingly's rookie card. Of here. Um, so it's cool seeing those designs. And I also love seeing the new designs and the new players. And look, I'm a big card nerd. I love cards. So you're just going to get me just gushing about everything because I really do. I really, it's like, I can't wait for tomorrow because I literally actually have a, like a sealed pack that's been sitting on my desk for about a week now. And I refuse to open it because I'm not opening it until tomorrow when it's like a release day. This is my, this is my pack of cards. This is like my Christmas. And this pack has been sitting sealed on my desk for about a week now. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting because as soon as you said that, that's what I thought too. It's like an early Christmas gift, and it's like, do you want to open it and ruin the surprise early and have nothing, you know, or do you want to save it for that day? I'm totally with you. I would save it for that day, of course. Um, so one thing I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if you even have any information on this, but we noticed that the configuration has changed for the hobby boxes. Is that something that you would have any information on? I thought it was an interesting switch uh that um, was made I this mean, year it changed a little bit i think now overall you get more cards per pack correct so while i think you might see there's less pack you know you're getting i think it went from 10 to 14 cards per pack so there's you know it's a little different in that right now in that regard yeah so now it's 14 cards and 24 packs for the hobby boxes mm -hmm. um and then still of course the same same hit ratio, one auto or relic per box, and then one auto and two relics per the, for the jumbos. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to ask you about, the number one card. You know, so number one this year is Ronald Acuna Jr. You know, going back the past few years, we've had, you know, definite baseball superstars. We've had Judge, Jeter, Trout twice in the past few years, Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant. You know, Acuna is definitely in that class now. He's only in his second year. But what what can you tell us about everything that goes into picking the number one card for that for each flagship set? Yeah, so the last four years, including this year, it was done by fan vote. You know, it, back in roughly September, October, we do a fan vote online where you know we get people to come on our to our site and vote for who they want to be card number one. And we started it in 2016, and Mike Trout won that year. And 2017, Chris Bryant won. And 20, 
2018, Aaron Judge won, and then for 2019, Acuna won. So for us, like, we actually had nothing to do with it other than telling people to come vote. And there was thousands and thousands and thousands of votes, and people chose Acuna, and he was a clear clear number one winner. I was curious, yeah. Yeah, and – it, it was, it's fun because, you know, what you're seeing with the fan vote is this trend of what you're seeing around baseball with these young players, this great young talent, and they really are appealing to baseball fans. Because, like I said, like, you look at the trend, Trout, yeah, superstar, also super, like, young player, especially 2016. Chris Bryant, young superstar. Aaron Judge, superstar. Gunya, young Everybody's superstar. under 30, for sure. Yeah, so you get, you know, so fans <laughs> are coming and voting, and they're telling us, like, we like these you know, these these hot, young, like, future stars, so to speak, not to, like, take a word from Topps' subset, but, like, that's what it is, and that's that's what it's been, you know, and the year prior to that, 2015, it was Jeter was the card number one, and in that case, you know, he was retiring, and we just felt like he deserved, you know, to go out as number one after such an incredible career. But then we you looked know, it's it up the fans. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. We posted a a tops poll on on our Twitter account on our social media, asking what everybody's favorite number one card from all the years of tops cards was, and it wasn't even close that everybody picked the 1953 Jackie Robinson number one. And I thought that was extremely interesting, given given that that's the design that tops chose for the living set. You know, that 53 design is extremely iconic. But I didn't expect it to walk away, you know, with the win in our survey. Um, what can you tell us about the living set and it's, how it's going to continue or what the plans are for that? Yeah, I mean, really what you see is what you get. You know, we it's Topps Living Set. It's going to continue for as long as it possibly can. There's no end date in sight. And, you know, we use um, – Mayumi, who has been one of our artists on sets before, she creates all the artwork for the set, and she's incredibly talented and has been absolutely, like, her. some of these pieces have been absolutely amazing. And, you know, we release three new cards every week, roughly Wednesday at 2, o'clock, 2 p.m. Eastern, and, you know, they'll feature different players. And, like, you know, the thing is, player will only be featured once unless they get traded right. or they're a free agent and they end up someplace else. So they're only going to be featured once in a set unless, you know, there's that change. Um, and, you know, and we'll continue to do them for the goal is forever, but, you know, forever is a very long time. So, but, um, you know, it's just going to keep on going. You know, for me, I'm definitely a collector and a baseball collector and I like the set aspect of collecting and I bought some of the early ones, and I couldn't decide what I was going to do, so I bought some players. But now I'm at that point where I don't know if I should go back and get them all and then keep going or if I'm too far behind. So I, I keep getting my favorites. You know, I love I loved the concept and the idea of it, and I love that everybody's, like you said, everybody's in the set once unless they get traded or signed with another team, you know, in a very timely you know, person with that would be Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, those guys. Um, so I love the concept. I hope that it keeps going. You know, I know you said you're extremely busy, so I wanted to keep it kind of short today, but get some information from you about the Topps flagship 
release. Uh, but I did have one question for you before you go, and it actually was part of our Ask Still City Scoop. Uh, we posted on Twitter, you know, for people to ask us questions, and we answer them on the air. The question that we had, and I, I wanted to let you participate in this week, was how did you get started in collecting? You know, was it one card, one set? You know, was it a parent bought you a pack? How did you get started in collecting personally? Yeah, so when I was a kid, um, I would watch my brother, my older brother and my cousin just like, you know, collecting and trading cards. You know, they would go, you know, back and forth with each other with their cards. And, you know, to me it was cool. And, you know, back in the day things were a little different, but my mom would, you know, like – 10, 11-ish, I don't remember, like 8, no, I guess 11, I would, you know, be sent to the store to go buy some milk, and with the change, I was getting packs of cards that were being sold at, like, you know, the local, the local, you know, the corner store. Of course, yep. And um, I, awfully, the cards were terrible, but, like, they they were close to my heart because it was 1991 Fleer. And those, and I was getting packs of cards and just looking for. I'm a huge Yankees fan. I grew, I grew up 50. I'm, I live 15 minutes from Yankee Stadium, and you know, just flipping through cards, looking for my favorite Yankees. And I mean, that's really it. And then I just kind of caught the bug. And then, you know, over the years, just getting Yankees, Yankees, and then. 96 comes along and there's Derek Jeter and he immediately becomes my favorite player and you know just started collecting his cards and you know it's like how do you feel closer to the game and for for collectors it's being able to collect these cool cards of you know of your favorite players and to me that's always what it was about it was you know feeling closer to the game getting getting you know that joy in a way that you know I don't think, you know, it can be really be replicated in many other ways. Yeah, I, I would completely agree with you. You you mentioned 91 Fleer, and it, it kind of gave me another question that I have to ask because, you know, for me growing up, my sets were 90 tops, and that 90 year was a big one for me. But 91, are you looking for Don Mattingly Yankee cards, or are you looking for Kevin Moss and Brian Taylor Yankee cards? I don't even want to talk about some of the players that I remember collecting because, like, these days they're not – some of them might be in jail. So like, yeah, so some of the players, I'm like, yay. But, yeah, I can't remember Kevin Moss was one of them. And I'm like, yay, Kevin Moss. He's not one of you know, one of those guys. But, yeah, Don Mattingly was, you know, back then was, one, my, is my, was my favorite player, uh, you know. And then, obviously, the 96 team happens and then the core four and then – you know everything else, but you know the player. I remember Don Mattingly was that my because my old my older brother was a huge Don Mattingly fan too. So like I would get his cards and you know give some to him because you know it's like I was never personally a set collector. That was never really my thing. I was always been a player collector. So it's like when I get when I get an affinity for a player, it's like I want to collect their cards. So like beyond Jeter, I have, you know, I loved Alex Rodriguez. Same thing. I have a bunch of Alex Rodriguez cards, and you know there was Kevin Kuzmanoff. He was a big, um, I was a big fan of his because his background, like his heritage, was similar to my family's. So then I started collecting a ton oh, of okay. his cards. Yeah. So it you know it's stuff like that that you know I find you know. You know, you get a connection with something with players that you absolutely then you know want to start collecting their cards. Absolutely. So, like I said, I wanted to keep it short with you. I know you have an extremely busy week with this Top Series One release, so I'm going to let you go. But before you go, you know, tell us how anybody can 
talk to you, contact you, follow you on Twitter, social media, you know, tell us everything about you that we might want to know. Sure. Um, I like long walks on the beach and <laughs> just kidding. Um, so if you're on social media, the best, easiest way to get in touch with me is through Twitter. Um, um, at Yankschick, Y-A-N-X-C-H-I-C-K. Um, I will say, however, if it's a TOPS-related question, your best bet is to reach out to the TOPS handles because, um, you know, it's kind of my personal Twitter. And I, while I do talk about cards, like, I don't know where your redemption is, and that's a better question for the top Twitter and top. I'm glad you put service. that disclaimer out there for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know where anybody's redemption is because that's I I don't do that as part of my job. That's a customer service thing, and I know they're extremely busy customer service. And but believe me, they are. If you know, I say I'm busy. They, I can My busyness doesn't even is pales in comparison to how busy our customer service team is. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining the show. Thank you so much for taking the time out to to talk about everything that's going on. Um, hopefully, we can do this again. All right. That sounds great. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. No problem. Thank you. Have a good week. Right. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys. Like I said, that was Suze from Tops uh, talking about the 2019 Top Series One release that is happening tomorrow. Big day for collectors, you know, like she said, and I said, it's the unofficial official uh, start to the baseball season. Talked about rookies a little bit and some of the guys that are in the Series 1 set. You know, she mentioned whether or not Vlad Guerrero is going to be in the set. He is not in Series 1. I would imagine he'll probably be in Series 2. If not 2, he'll definitely be an update. But some of the guys you want to look for in Series 1, I'll give you three names. One we mentioned already was Justice Justice Sheffield. Um, he actually is pictured as a Yankee, but is not a Yankee any longer. Um, other two would be Kyle Tucker, who is part of the Houston Astros organization. And then the other one would be Luis Urias, who is one of the top rookies, not only in baseball, but also uh, for the San Diego Padres, part of the infield. Um, and a definite highlight to that uh, – crop of young guys that they have in San Diego uh, that should be there for a few years and have a nice little core uh, started on the West Coast. Some of the other products that are coming out this week, starting with tomorrow, we have 2018 Panini Limited Football, 2019 Upper Deck Marvel Deadpool, 2019 TriStar Hidden Treasures Autograph Baseball Platinum, of course, Series 1 Baseball, which we already talked about, 2018-19 Upper Deck SP Game Use Hockey, and 1819 Panini Donruss Optic Basketball. Uh, basketball is extremely hot right now with Luka Doncic. Um, anything that has him in the product is going to sell, if not sell out. And if you will notice, we kind of joke about it here in the office, but he is the man that's probably on every Panini box or sell sheet that comes out. So if you're looking for basketball rookies, that is definitely the guy you want to collect right now. Um, like I mentioned in the beginning, we do have a $5 off coupon. It's exclusive to the podcast. That coupon code is SCOOP5. Um, you'll get $5 off any purchase of $50 or more. Just make sure you type that code into the box when you're going through the checkout on the website. 
stay tuned to the social media this week. Uh, the Super Bowl was on Sunday. Patriots versus the Rams. Personal choice. I would like to see the Rams beat the Patriots, but of course we are in the Pittsburgh area. Um, but for me, Aaron Donald is one of the top defensive players in the NFL, definitely on the Rams, but he is also a Pittsburgh area native. So it's kind of cool to see somebody from the area in the Super Bowl doing well, you know, possible two-time defensive player of the year for the NFL. But we will absolutely have Super Bowl contests on social media this week. Most likely, I guess, the score contest. Uh, we also have the block pool on the website where eligible items will get you a spot in a big game block pool grid. Uh, it's kind of those Super Bowl grids where you have the, the scores for the first quarter, second quarter, third, and final score. Uh, we ran those all season long, very successful. People love them, some great prizes, and it's not expensive to get in and get a spot. You know, some of the stuff that you can get a spot with is, you know, 10 or $15. We're not talking all, you know, immaculate hobby boxes or anything like that. But lots of the prizes, you know, hobby boxes, autograph merchandise, autograph memorabilia, uh, very cool and inexpensive promotion to participate in. Uh, it gives you something to kind of pay attention to for the Super Bowl, even if you're not a fan of the two teams in the game. Um, and then something else coming, uh, it will be released on social media during the Super Bowl. We haven't decided what time yet, but stay tuned to our social media accounts, most likely on Twitter. Uh, that will be our primary release point, but we're going to have a big announcement during the Super Bowl this Sunday. Uh, like I said, definitely on Twitter, possibly Instagram and Facebook, um, but follow the Twitter first. <clears throat> Probably looking at a halftime release or a halftime announcement, uh, but sometime in that, that time frame on Sunday. So big announcement coming from Still City Collectibles during the Super Bowl. And last but not least, make sure you follow us on social media. On Twitter, it's SCC Trading Cards. Instagram is SCC Trading Cards. And then on Facebook, it's Still City Collectibles. And then we also have a group break page, Still City Break Room, that you can join on Facebook. And then you can watch our group breaks there on Facebook, Periscope. Um, I believe we're actually getting ready to start a Twitch channel as well. So lots of avenues that you can watch our group breaks and tons of stuff going on uh, with Still City Collectibles. Hey, it's Matt, buyer with Steel City Collectibles. If you're looking to sell your collection, sell a few cards, or sell that memorabilia collecting dust in the corner, we are buying. At Steel City Collectibles, we pride ourselves in offering the highest prices paid. We are paying top dollar for all types of items, including unopened boxes and cases, single cards, graded cards, autographs, and pre-1970 complete sets. To get in touch with one of our buyers, visit our website, steelcitycollectibles.com, and click the We're Always Buying link in the yellow banner at the top of the page. From there, you'll find the contact form to begin the process of selling to Steel City Collectibles. So blow off the dust, clean out the basement, and start making money from your collection today.
one last thing before I go today. Uh, you may have heard me, uh, excuse me, you may have heard me ask uh, Suze how she got started in collecting. That was actually one of the questions that was asked of us on Twitter. Use the hashtag AskDillCityScoop if we answer your question on the air or if our guest answers your question on the air. We'll send you an SDC prize pack. That question was actually asked by Michael Michael McManus on Twitter at JGFan24Ever. Uh, his question was what got you started in the hobby. And she said, you know, going to the store, buying packs with the extra change. That was 91 Fleer. Uh, so, Michael, I think we already have your address from a previous promotion. So I'll make sure to get you an SCC prize pack in the mail for you. Anybody else that wants to ask a question, please do use the hashtag AskSteelCityScoop. Like I said, if we answer your question on the air, we will send you an SEC prize pack. A little bit of everything in the prize pack, giveaways, stickers, uh, maybe some free packs of cards, some free singles. So it's kind of a mixture. Uh, just use that hashtag AskSteelCityScoop. And I realized this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but our guest had an extremely busy week with the top series one release. So we're going to go ahead and call it a day at 30 minutes or so tune in next week. We'll have results from super bowl block pool, the super bowl contest that we have on social media. And then, uh, we will announce, excuse me, we'll announce on the podcast about what our big announcement was on Twitter during the super bowl. So stay tuned guys, and we will see you next week.